What's up, guys? It's Chels XX, and we are back with another L Word GMT review. Let's get into it. So this is episode two, and the title of the episode is Lean On Me. And I want to say it's like a couple minutes after Finley has crashed the wedding in the most like disrespectful way ever. And, you know, we get Danny and Sophie, and they're going back and forth. Danny's going off on Sophie, asking her, you know, were you ever going to tell me, or were you just going to let me marry you, have kids, you know, and just sit across from her at Thanksgiving dinner, just smiling in her face and never knowing a thing. And, you know, Sophie tries to tell her, like, I wanted to tell you, but I was scared. And Danny was not trying to hear any of that. She wants to know who all knows. Sophie tells her who all knew, which is Micah, Finley, and Maribel, uh, Sophie's sister. So that's all who really knew. And then we get Finley, who's just standing in the middle of the aisle. Everybody's looking at her all confused. And, you know, Alice tries to help her because she just looks like a deer in headlights. Like, you can tell she really didn't think it through of what she was doing. And I'm just like, Finley, please, just go. And, you know, Alice tries to ask her if you want me to get you out of here because, girl, this is awkward. This is just all bad. And she's like, no, I need to find Sophie. I need to find Sophie. Like, girl, Sophie is not about to leave with you. She is not about to leave with you after you just crashed the wedding. She's trying to go smooth things over with her freaking fiance. So we get back to Danny and Sophie. And Danny's just a savage. She straight up lets her know, like, I don't ever want to see you again. And you're freaking disgusting. And she walks out. She sees Micah on the way out. And she lets, you know, Micah know that she knows that he knew and he didn't even say anything. So that's probably going to be a little back and forth issue between their friendship. And as she's walking out, Finley is just standing there. She doesn't leave. Finley just stands there because she's waiting on Sophie, I guess. And she sees Danny and she tries to like, you know, apologize and say whatever it is that she needs to say. And I'm just like, girl, you see her not avoiding you. She's walking straight up on you you need to leave like you just crashed her wedding you think she's gonna walk on like up on you and just talk it out like no danny walks up on her and i gotta say this was my my favorite scene because like i said last review finley was straight up disrespectful she has to get hit punched beat up whatever i don't care but she needed she she deserved a little something something just a little something something and that is exactly what she got danny punched her straight dab in the face and knocked her on her ass. I said, goodness. Danny with the one hitter quitter. When I tell you I was here for it, I was here for it. She Finley deserved it. She did. Like, you you just don't do what you did and not get anything. So I was here for that. So then we get Sophie at her mother's house and they're like, you know, trying to pack up all the food because I'm sure the guests just left. They weren't really here for all that. And Sophie's trying to call Danny and talk to her, which I'm kind of like, girl, she's not going to talk to you. She told you she didn't want to ever see you again, let alone she ain't going to want to talk to you either. So she's, you know, telling her mother, like, she's not picking up. You know, the mother tries to tell her, like, just give her some time. She'll come around. And Maribel, Maribel was reading everybody for filth this episode. Maribel straight up told her, like, "Mm, she might not come around. And her and Sophie, like, get to going back and forth. Sophie's like, you know, what do you know? What do you, why are you telling me about my relationship? And Maribel tells her, like, you're just like our father. And I'm sure their father probably like, left or cheated or something like that. 
but she tells it like you're just like our father you don't seem sorry which she kind of I, I think she does I think Sophie does feel bad and sorry for it but at the same time she really doesn't know what she wants she really doesn't and the mother asked her she was kind of like no first off the mother tells Maribel to leave and I'm like why does Maribel have to leave she was speaking nothing but truth I was here for Maribel Maribel should have stayed she would have said no I'm not going anywhere but Maribel leaves and the mother asks Sophie like why did Finley think that she could do that like is there something going on do you love her and Sophie straight up lies to her mother and tells her like I don't know I don't know why she would do that and I'm just like really really Sophie Okay, if you want to keep lying, keep lying, baby. Just keep lying. So after the wedding and after all of that, we get Alice and Nat are getting ready for bed. And, you know, they're kind of talking about the situation and what happened at the wedding. And Nat kind of asked Alice, like, do you think if Sophie would have told Danny about her feelings for Finley that she would have been okay with it? And Alice is like, no, I'm sure not. I'm sure she wouldn't have been okay with it. And... You know, we get like a close up on Nat's face and she's kind of going through it emotionally and she kind of like runs off to the bathroom and as Alice is getting ready for bed, she hears Nat in the bathroom crying. And at this moment, I was I was kind of scared. I was like, I thought something serious seriously was wrong with Nat. I was like, what's going on? Not thinking about what happened last episode with her talking to the woman she met at the wedding and the woman who's also in a, a polyamorous relationship. And we know that's something that Nat kind of wants to dibble and dabble in. And we find out later on that Nat was crying because she knows that Alice won't be understanding at all about her wanting to be in a polyamorous relationship, which I was kind of taken aback by. I was kind of like, I didn't understand why Alice was so not understanding. I was very confused. Like she didn't, she seemed to not be interested in caring about her feelings, about Nat's feelings at all. She was not here for it. And that kind of shows like, these two don't really make sense to me. I kind of don't understand why Alice and Nat are together. I really want them to break up and I want them to bring Tasha back. And I know Alice and Tasha had a little bit of toxicity in their relationship as well, but I'm not feeling Nat and Alice. So I kind of want that to hurry up and end. But I was very disappointed. I was like, wow, Alice. Alice Alice was not here for it all. She was not trying to be understanding of her feelings or nothing. After she knew she was in the bathroom crying about this the night before. So, I don't know. I was kind of, I was put off by that, kind of. So, we get Sophie. She's going over to Danny's father's house where Danny is staying at the moment. And, you know, she leaves Danny a plate of food that her mother cooked for her. And she, you know, calls her. It goes straight to voicemail. She leaves a message telling her, you know, that she left her some food. And that, you know, she misses her. But Danny's not trying to do that. Danny listened to that voicemail. Went straight into her bathroom. And flushed Sophie's engagement ring that she gave Danny down the toilet. And that engagement ring was a family heirloom. I think it belonged to, like, her great-great-grandmother. And I was like, Danny, that is hella disrespectful. Like, you don't do that to a family heirloom. Like, she's never going to get that back. And what made it even more savage and disrespectful is that she videoed it. And I'm pretty sure she sent it to Sophie. But I was just like, wow. Like, I know you hurt, girl, but damn. You really going to flush the family heirloom down the toilet? Her great-great-grandmother didn't do anything to you. But, hey, 
do what you gotta do, Danny. I don't want you punching me in the face. So I was just put on like, wow, why would she do that? That was very disrespectful. So she goes downstairs and you get a, a ring at the door and it's Bet. Bet comes to check on Danny, you know, just to see how she's doing with everything that's gone down. And Danny tries to play it off. She tells her, you know, like, I'm fine. There's nothing wrong with me. You know, I'm good. I should have saw it coming. Like, I'll, I'll be okay. I'm kind of like, yeah, you probably should have seen it coming, but it is what it is, girl. It happens. It happens to the best of us. So, you know, she tells her, you know, thank you for checking up on me, but I'm good. I'll be okay. And Bet then, you know, leaves and she goes to work because it's her first day on the job. And we see her talking to a new artist that she wants to sign on. And I forgot her boss's name. Her boss comes in there, you know, to talk to the new artist. And he says, he makes like a underhanded comment about the artist, his mentor that he had, you know, he says, yeah, I knew your mentor and yeah, he wasn't that good or something along those lines. And Bet is kind of just like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to get this man to sign with us and he's not going to sign now that you're being disrespectful to him or his mentor. So that was a little bit of an issue, but that really wasn't important because the important part for me is when Bet went home. She invites Gigi over and she tells Gigi, you know, about the, you know, the little situation at work about the boss and what he said to the artist that she wants to sign and you know Gigi tries you know Gigi listens to her and you know tries to tell her like well you know just do what you have to do and if you know it's good that he's paying you all this money you sign the artist have the artist work with you and you know just use your boss for the money and you know Bet's all high and mighty she's like nah I don't want to sell my soul I can't do none of that you know, she just has to figure out what she wants. And Gigi, you know, ask her, well, what is it that you want? And this is when I was, I got everything I wanted this episode. This was a good episode, I will say. You know, she's flirting with her, asking her what she wants. And they proceed to do the little nasty. And I was all here for it. They had a little bit of a, like, a power struggle because they're both kind of very dominant. But I didn't mind that. I liked it. I really want to see that and Gigi together, like, I'm a T better for sure. Like, I love Bet and Tina, but I have no problem spending a little time on the Bet and Gigi Island. I have no problem. I'll stay there for a minute. I'll be there for a while. I do not have a problem with it. I kind of want it to last for most of the series, and then, you know, we can get a little episode here and there with Tina. I do think Tina and Bet are going to hook up by the end of the season, but for now, I'm cool with Bet and Gigi. I hope that lasts, but. Looking at the trailer for next episode, it kind of looks like it kind of looks like it doesn't, which I hope that's wrong. I hope so, because I really like Bet and Gigi. So we get Tess and Shane. Tess walks into Dana's and tells Shane, like, Eddie's barred me from all the poker games. I'm not allowed anymore. And Shane's kind of like, oh, so does that mean you're, you know, you're up for work? And Tess is like, well, yeah, I got nothing but free time now that I can't do no poker because of you. And your wandering eyes for Eddie's wife. And she goes out to the floor and she sees that Shane has bought a poker table. And she asks her, like, what is this? What are you doing? And Shane tells her, like, you know, it's kind of good that you borrowed from Eddie's games so you can come here and we can team, we can be a team and do poker nights. And Tess, you can see it on her face that she was kind of opposed to it. She was kind of like, mm. I don't know about that. And, she, you know, Shane's like, what do you mean you don't know? What's up? Why? And, you know, Tess tells her, like, you're not discreet. Like, I 
invited you to one game and you fucked it up for me. No, this is this is not gonna work. Mess and trouble follows you everywhere you go, Shane. Which it does. It wouldn't be Shane if it didn't. It wouldn't be the L word if it didn't. So it all makes sense, but you know, Shane's kind of understanding and was like, well, dang. You, you can see that she was let down about it. But she was like, well, you know, if you don't want to do it, then, you know, if you don't want to be my partner, then I guess I can't force you to be my partner. And later on, we find out why Shane wants to do the poker nights. Not only just for fun and things like that, but her and Kiara did get a divorce, which I was kind of, I didn't like that. I kind of wanted Kiara to come back. I liked her and Shane together. They were kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. They complimented each other, I thought. But a lot of people don't like them together, and they, they thought otherwise. But I kind of liked the them together. But, you know, she tells her, like, me and Kiara got a divorce, and she got half of everything. So I'm kind of in a, in a low spot financial-wise. So this is why I need the games. And I guess we find out why Tess needs the poker nights. I think she needed the money because her... Her mother has MS and she's in the nursing home and it's getting worse. So I think that's that was her reasons for going to the games and, you know, working the games to get money. And we see them kind of get close. I, Tess and Shane are kind of getting close and that's probably going to be a budding relationship I can see happening. I'm not, I'm not for it or against it, but we'll see how that goes. We go to Alice and she's going to the studio and everything is good until she sees Sophie. Sophie walks in and Alice is kind of like, oh, I, I didn't expect you to be here because Sophie is supposed to be out on, that, on her uh, honeymoon, but obviously we already know how that went. So Sophie kind of tells her like, well, yeah, I wasn't going to go on my honeymoon by myself. And she kind of like reminds her like, hey, I asked Finley to come back, and but I did this. You know, I did this before knowing you guys are hooked up. And Sophie tries to tell her, like, hey, it that is what it is. I'm I'm going to be nothing but professional. My personal life is my personal life. My work life is my work life. We're going to keep everything separate. I can do this. I can work with her. That'll be fine. It'll be no problem. Which we all know is a lie because <laughs> it's just not going to go down that way. Finley walks in. And you can see that Alice is happy that she's back because she knows everything like, Finley always had everything that Alice needs and, and everything. She was better than the assistant she got now that was trash. Didn't even know the food order for her. Didn't know how to make Alice's coffee the way she wanted it. She's just happy that Finley is back. So, we get into the episode later on, and Finley walks in, or Sophie walks in on Finley. And, you know, we see them starting to talk and have a little bit of a conversation. You know, Sophie's kind of telling her, like, to put some ice um, you know, on on her eye because it's black at this point. She got a black eye. Like Danny, Danny hit the shit out of her. So you know they're kind of talking, and Finley's trying to lighten the mood by making jokes, but Sophie's not here for it because Sophie is kind of hurt. She's like, "Why did you do that? Like you didn't have to do that. Don't make jokes because you really hurt me." And Finley's kind of like, "What are you talking about? Like I'm hurt as well." Like, I didn't mean to do that, but I, I hate that it went down that way. And it was just, it was just all bad, you guys. You hurt me so badly. Come on. You weren't happy. I, yes, I was. I was happy. All right. I didn't even want you there. I don't want you here.
But Sophie was going to be professional, right? <laughs> she was going to be professional, right? Oh, what happened, Sophie? What happened? So as they're arguing, Alice is right outside the office, so she can hear them. Like, they are very loud. Everybody's looking. Other employees are sitting and listening and looking at them argue. So Alice pulls them aside, and, you know, she you know, and lets them know that what they did was unprofessional, and it comes down to it that somebody's going to have to go. You know, there's got to be consequences for what happened. So Finley offers to leave, so she leaves the job because it wouldn't be right for Sophie to leave. She's one of the producers on the show. It wouldn't be right for her to just up and leave the show. So Finley leaves. She is now without a job, so she goes to talk to Tess and Shane, and she tries to just explain herself, and she says that she knew the wedding was that day. She just didn't know it was going on right then and there. She thought it was going to be later on that night. So when she walked in, she thought she was going to be able to find Sophie. I'm guessing this is what she thought. She was going to go in and find Sophie and tell her how she felt. But at the same time, I'm like, once you walked in and saw that the wedding was going on then and there, you could have sat your ass down. But you didn't, Finley. You didn't. You proceeded to walk up there and humiliate them. I'm like, a part of me want to feel like wants to feel bad but eh, I don't know I'm not really feeling bad for Finley right now I'm not I'm just I'm not feeling bad for so Shane offers her a job since she's jobless now and you know Finley's getting emotional she's you know just happy that you know that she's gonna have a job and something is going right for her and Tess is feeling it as well she's feeling how Shane is being nice because She's got googly eyes for Shane. We're going to see. That's going to be a relationship probably soon. And I'm just kind of like, why does everybody think Shane is mean? Shane's never been mean. She let this girl stay with her first season. So I was kind of like, why do you think that was nice when she's always been nice to Finley? But okay, whatever. So later on, we get Finley. She goes home after, you know, Shane lets her know that she can have a job. And she sees Micah, and Micah is getting things for Danny to take over, you know, so Danny could have. And Finley's kind of like, you know, are y'all ever going to forgive me? Like, you know, is everything going to go back to normal ever? And, you know, Micah kind of let her know, like, you know, you're you're kind of tough not to love. You're tough not to love. So I'm, I'm sure this will all blow over. It's always three sides to the story. After a while, we'll, we might see this blow over. But you're tough not to love Finley, so I think it'll be okay. And speaking of Micah, earlier we get to see Micah stand up to Jose. Jose text is texting him nonstop, I guess, to meet up while he's still married, you guys. I'm like, Jose, I was pulling for you, Jose, until we found out you were freaking married. So he goes over to Jose's house, and he kind of, like, lets him know, like, you know, why are you doing this? You going to leave your husband or not? Jose is lying to him, and then Jose's husband comes out, and he lies to to his husband, telling him that Micah's just a friend, and we're just catching up, to which Micah's like, really, dude? And he let him know, like, this is done, we're over, which I was happy. I was like, heck yeah, Micah, because, nah, he really should have stopped messing around with him once he found out, but it is what it is. So, Micah and Jose are no longer together, we hope, <laughs> we hope, we'll see. Anything can happen, but I hope they're really over. So we get to Alice. She's finishing up a show or going rehearsing a show after all the freaking Finley and Sophie stuff goes down. And we meet Tom, and Tom is the book editor. 
and he you know he's coming in just to introduce himself and go over a couple notes and he lets Alice know that hey like the book is great it's funny it's hilarious it's all that but we need you to dig deeper we need the funny but we also need we need personal as well we need the stories of just things that happen in your life that most people wouldn't expect because we all know personal sad stories sell so we can see that Alice kind of doesn't want to do that because if she digs deep, Alice has always been like the funny, spunky person. But if she digs deep, she's going to have to get into probably Dana and things like that and her father. Things she probably doesn't want to talk about. So we'll see how that goes. I kind of think she's going to go in a different direction with the book. And it's probably going to be like, you know how Jenny book was like a kind of a tell-all with different characters, but the same people. It'll probably be a little like a Jenny. 2.0 something like that so we get to the poker night the dry run as they call it at the dry run we have bet Gigi, and alice that was supposed to be the group i guess but then we find out that alice brings sophie because sophie you know she was avoiding going home especially after what happened and finley leaving and you know that all that chaos went down so you know, Alice is kind of like, why don't you just come, you know, play poker with us? But before that, she does offer her the promotion that she asked for earlier. And, you know, Alice gives it to her. So they go to the poker game. That is looking like, why is Sophie here? One thing I do not like about that, I freaking love that freaking Porter. But one thing I don't like is that she's always, always on her high horse. Just always. She's always high and mighty and like she can do no wrong. So she's like side-eyeing Sophie, which I would be side-eyeing her too. But for Bet Porter, who's done wrong all the time, like, come on, Bet, you can't be side-eyeing. You've done wrong too. And they're just sitting around and, you know, Tessa's kind of like, is this all that's coming? And Bet's like, I invited Danny, but she's still too shattered to come. She's like throwing shots at Sophie. And Sophie's kind of like, telling Alice like I could leave if this isn't okay and Alice is kind of like no everybody's gonna get along we're all gonna be friends and we're all it's all gonna be cool so as they go to playing poker Alice is telling uh you know the the group about how Tom wants her to dig deep and tell her personal stories and how she doesn't want to do it and everybody's like well you probably should and you know Sophie's like yeah that's what I told her deep personal story sell and bet again sends a shot Sophie's way and she tells her yeah they sell but sometimes it hurts people or something like that something along those lines she was just throwing a shot at her for cheating on uh, Danny and Sophie calls her out Sophie's kind of like was that directed at me and Beth was kind of like did you feel it was which it was directed at her but you know Sophie tells her like I know I messed up I did you know, you don't have to throw it in my face. I know what I did was wrong. And if you see Danny, please tell her I'm sorry. And then Shane had to call Bet out and was like, we all have mess, even you. And that's when Gigi looked and she was like, what? You cheated? And Bet tells everybody like, yeah, 17 years ago, which is crazy that it's been that long, but it really has. She tells 17 years ago, yeah, I cheated on, I cheated on Tina and I will regret it, you know, for the rest of my life. And then everybody starts confessing and being like, yeah, you know, we all mess up. Which Shane says, you know, we're all a bunch of fuck-ups, which kind of, yeah, but we love them anyway. And, you know, they proceed to just start opening up and getting to know each other. And I was like, yeah, bet. Tell your story and get off that high horse. 
but yeah, bet. Get off your high horse. Bet always wants to judge somebody else while she stays fucking up her damn self. <laughs> but that's bet. We love her anyway. That's neither here nor there. So they end their poker night, and we get almost to the end of the episode. We get Micah and Danny. Micah goes over to see Danny just to let her know, like, hey, I didn't tell you about Sophie and Finley because I thought you were happy in your relationship, and I didn't want to be the one to ruin it. So I didn't tell you. And she kind of tells him, like, I thought we were going to be happy. I never thought, you know, I'd see this day. I thought we were going to be happy forever. And while she's telling Micah this, Micah goes to reach for the food that Sophie had brought for Danny earlier. And Danny, like, straight up just swipes it off the table and was like, nah, Sophie brought this. It's probably poison. And throws it in the trash. And I'm like, goodness, Danny. Like, you just going to throw the whole thing in the trash? She, like, threw the whole container in the trash. So... Michael's like, well, if you want to forgive her, you can. Like, you hold all the power. You can move on if you choose, or you can forgive her. Nobody's going to judge you. (laughs) Except, mm, we kind of are going to judge you a little bit, but (laughs) if you choose to, you choose to. So she's kind of like, how do I ever go about that? Like, I can't change what she did and what she did with Finley. Like, I can't forget that. And Michael's kind of like, well, just take baby steps. Like, the container of food you just threw away, like, I'm sure the container... It belongs to her mother. Like, a mother probably made that for you. You could start there. So, he's tr- probably saying, like, why don't you go and take the container back and thank the mother. You might see Sophie and y'all could talk from there. So, that's exactly what she does. She goes to return the container and to thank the mother. But as she goes in, she sees Sophie and Sophie sees her. And I guess she changes her mind and she runs out to leave. And Sophie follows right after her. And, you know, she's trying to, like, Sophie's trying to talk to her, but Danny's kind of like, did you, is that what you wanted to happen? Did you want Finley to come in and, like, crash our wedding like that and sweep you off your feet? Was that romantic to you? And Sophie's telling her, like, no, like, no, that's not what I wanted. And then the wheels start turning, and Danny's kind of like, that night that you slept with her, you came home and I held you that night. Like, she's thinking about what happened that night in the first season. I'm like, yeah, girl, that's exactly what happened. She definitely slept with Finley and then came home, cried in the bed, and you held her. That's exactly, that's exactly what happened. So, you know, she's asking, is that what happened? And, of course, Sophie's not going to answer because she knows that is the truth and she doesn't want to, you know, she doesn't want to tell her that. She doesn't want to hurt her anymore. She doesn't really want to admit it to herself either. But, you know... Danny tells her, like, I don't think I ever, you know, can forgive you. And Sophie's like, we can go to counseling. We can do all this. We can take it slow. Like, I know I messed up. Just give me another chance. And Danny's not here for it. She's straight up telling her, like, I I know myself. I know we'll never be able to get past what you and Finley did. It's not going to, like, I can't do it. And she leaves. And at this point, I'm not going to lie, I felt bad for Sophie. She goes back in the house, and she just breaks down crying and I was like, oh my gosh, I really felt bad. Because you can tell that, you can tell that probably she didn't mean for any of this to happen. It really did, it does feel like it was a mistake, but not a mistake. Like, her and Finley, I feel like they work in a weird way. And I feel like their their chemistry is real. But at the same time, she really didn't want to hurt Danny. (laughs) 
So while Sophie's bawling her eyes out at her mother's house, Danny goes to see Bet. And you guys, I really thought this scene was gonna go different. I really thought they were gonna push Bet and Danny on us, and we were gonna get a Bet and Danny kiss, but we don't. Danny's just going over to talk to Bet after the hard conversation she just had with Sophie. She needs a shoulder to cry on, just like Sophie needs a shoulder to cry on, which she has in her mother. So Danny's going to talk to Bet. And the last part of the episode, like, this is the ending. This part really ticked me off because I just got done feeling bad for Sophie. But then she comes home from her mother's house. She sees Finley. Finley's in the kitchen eating a bowl of cereal, just doing things that Finley does. And Finley tells her, like, hey, I thought you were going to be at your mother's house. I know you don't want to see me. I know you don't want me around. But, hey, Micah told me I could use the back room while you were gone. But I'm leaving first thing in the morning. You'll never have to see me again. I'm moving out. Instead of Sophie being like, yeah, I think that's best. That's what you should do. She goes into the kitchen, pours herself a bowl of cereal, and then says, no, don't leave. I want you to stay. And that's how the episode ends, you guys. I was so upset. I was like... You just told Finley earlier that you didn't want her around. You don't want her there. You told Danny you want to be with her. But now that Danny, I guess now that Danny told her that, like, I can't trust you. So maybe that relationship is over. She's like, well, if I can't have Danny, I guess I might want to try this Finley thing out. Like, I was so upset. Like, I didn't get it. Like, I don't know. I really feel like we thought we were going to get a, a definite Sophie's Choice on the first episode but we didn't and I really feel like we're not gonna get one until the end of the season I really feel like she's gonna flip-flop back and forth between Danny and Finley on who she wants to be with and then at the end I really feel like she's just gonna choose herself (laughs) I really feel like she's just gonna choose herself you guys but I don't know we'll see we'll see how it goes you guys before i end the episode i gotta get the question of the day let me see which one i want let's see Uh, okay here's one who do you ship most Ooh, bet and tina okay bet and Gigi or bet and danny Ooh, that that's a tough one i'll I'll say between bet and Gigi and bet and tina i feel like bet and tina are in game so we're gonna see them together like we're gonna see them together before the end of the series for sure if not, I would be disappointed. But but for right now, I think I'm going to go Bet and Gigi because I just that's something new. We know Bet and Tina. We know what that's like. But I kind of like the Bet and Gigi. I know Bet's probably supposed to have like a different love interest later on this season. But for right now, I kind of like Bet and Gigi. That's what I want to see. Yeah, Bet and Gigi. Then hopefully Bet and Tina later on. I'm not really worried about that because I really feel like we're going to get that. But for now, Bet and Gigi. Well, guys, it's Chels XX, And as always... Be kind to one another, stay safe, and I'll see you next time.